Welcome to the Glow Through It Podcast Season 4. I'm your host, Adriana, the CEO and founder of Little Words Project. And I'm your co-host, Mariah, Little Words Project first employee turned director of partnerships and Adriana's real-life sidekick and BFF. We created Glow Through It to bring you inspiration from our everyday lives, which we think everyone can relate to in one way or another. We're your friend, your little daily reminder that you can glow through anything, and hopefully a laugh to start your day, assuming by now you have to know we never take life too seriously. Catch us every Thursday for new episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you stream your podcasts. Thanks Thanks for for tuning in. in. I think we have to start with my breakup. (laughs) I can't believe that happened already. (laughs) I think we have to start with my breakup because the last time we recorded, Mm -hmm. I was in love. Mm -hmm. And... You know, and the I, last time we recorded was a mere two weeks ago. Yep. When did this all happen? A mere two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was like we recorded on a Monday. And it ended on a Wednesday, as it usually does. Guys leave me at on around Wednesdays. 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. Was it a Wednesday? Yeah. Yes, that's why it's so weird. Bro. I swear to God, 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. Same literal. Well, technically, he t- sent me along, you know, ending it text at like 7 a.m. Mm. So it was earlier. So he left me earlier than the last one. Right. And then we sat through a culture index training. You didn't even know that I, I had gone through. A literal heartbreak. <laughs> that morning. It wasn't that much of a heartbreak, though, if I'm being honest. No, it wasn't going to be. I have seen you so much worse. I don't even think you shed a tear. No, no. I, I shed a tear because. Who has the time yeah. to be played again? Yeah. Like, I shed a tear, ba- like, from disappointment mm. of just, like, Dang. 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 But it wasn't a tear of like, wow, I lost out on the one. Right, right, right. He wasn't the one. No. He wasn't the no. one. No. And he, and he, so basically like we were attempting to do long distance from here to Texas, me plus athlete. No, the whole thing had absolutely right. not written all over it. But I began, as I usually do, to have some expectations and set some boundaries and say the things mm-hmm. and ask the questions mm-hmm. and cur- curiosity. It'd be killing the cat. It'd be killing the cat. It'd be killing the cat. <laughs> but let me tell you, but let, let me tell you. Yeah. There were moments that I was right about mm-hmm. and then it ends. Right. And this always happens. I am right. Almost always. Yes. In some cases, you you might fulfill a self prophecy. Fine, but but why when when we know we're like kind of doing long distance, and I have to book this, we have to book a flight for me to come visit you. You don't book the flight, or I give you the dates. You're like, I'm gonna book it because we don't have to get a hotel, so I'll cover the flight. Okay, cool. I tell you the dates. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna wait. And I thought that was weird. That well, was like, right, right when I was there, fine. you should have been knowing. I know. I was like, that's a little weird. So I started to have that inkling. You did know. You knew. And a couple days later is kind of when it all went. So it's like, I do be knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just think he didn't want the expectations. Like, he was he was nice. He was sweet. Like, no, no, no beef. Like, we didn't end on weird beef terms. That's pretty much every relationship that you've ever had and every ending that's ever happened. Yeah, there's never there's beef. There's never beef. Everyone's they always just write like, a long paragraph of, like, you're such a good person, but I don't know if I can make you happy. <laughs> yeah, why can't you make me happy, though? I, I just want to love. I just wanted a little FaceTime, like, why is it so much to ask? Men are lazy. Men are lazy. Why do you want to do the least? Right. Do the most. They want to do the least. You want to know why? Because there's a there's a girl around door number two. Right. There's always somebody door number two. There's always someone in door number two. And like, 
The other thing that people really like to like hold on to is timing. And it is important. It is true. Like you could be every single one of these guys' wife. But they but think the timing is wrong. They are not ready for that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. The because also, their career popped off. Because well, they no, have to because, do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem with you is you want the athletes. And see, that's where you lose. <laughs> I know. Because none of them. They're never ready. Are ready. I know. They're not. They're not. Yeah, no, for sure. Let me Let get me. into a relationship. Right. While I, being a professional football player. No, I get it. It, it makes no sense. But let me. <laughs> first of all. His team is four for zero, um, <laughs> professional football player. I don't think that's how you say it. Zero for four, <laughs> four for four, chicken nugget. <laughs> you ever had a four for four? <laughs> Have you? Have you? No, it comes with a collab grimace. <laughs> Does it come with a collab grimace? Guys, I just screamed that. Of course you are. A four for four is you get a nugget, a burger, a drink and a fry for four dollars. For four dollars, but that is how you know that they are creating. That I'm struggling. No, <laughs> with my body. No, they are creating these products out of what I can only assume is asbestos. What's out asbestos? of literal cancer? How is it possible that an item, knowing what things cost, and knowing <laughs> as, as a consumer product <laughs> creator, how is it possible that you can afford to sell all of that for $4 unless it was made of dust, dirt, and debris from the floor? No, I It's agree. just not possible. I agree, but sometimes you only have $4. No. Like today when of, I'm- Of course. I just Not wish. that I don't only have $4, well, that's, that's but I'm just like- That's food ah. crisis in this country. <laughs> right. We're all struggling. In the world at large. Everybody's struggling. Sometimes you got to get a four for four. Uh, for sure. But, but the problem it's with unfortunate the four is that you're only going to get- four for four are going to eat garbage. They have to be fed garbage. This is why- we need to take care of the people who only have it $4. Right. We should give them kale. They kale. should get kale. Care for kale. Care for kale. Care for kale. Should we start a new business? No. You no. don't have room. You don't have room. You don't have bandwidth. No, I don't. Miss, I only give 2% of myself to everything right. I do. I have been meeting. You saw me in meetings? No. Mm. <laughs> open your eyes. I have yet to see you in a meeting. Because if, if your eyes would be open... You'd see me in a meeting. Right. I we do have a lot of great meetings happening. Yeah. And I met with my team. personal team today. Right. Mariah does have two teammates, two, yep. te two people. Yep. And I met with them and I set up some touch bases on my calendar to ch chat with them once a week. Once a week? Yeah, with Shanoa once a week. Because I think, I think like I want her to be able, like I want her to feel open to tell me like kind of what she's working on or if she has any questions and stuff. So that way the questions don't come every day. You kind of are like, oh, we have a TB on Thursday, yeah, so yeah. I'll kind of like make sure I get all my answers in. No, you're a big TB girly. Love a little TB. I'm not a TB girly. I like it. Yeah, I, I think know it's you helpful you for like, like communicate. Yeah. In fact, I need to put one on my calendar for me and Bill. He'll love that. Oh, he'll he's another big TB girly. Yeah, yeah, he'll love it all. Loves a touch base. I can't wait. Yeah. Look at our whole team walking outside. Oh wow! Look at them. It's random. Hmm. Wonder what they're doing. Right in the rain. Yep. So. So Today I'm no is, longer with the man. Right. And that's the most important update, I'd say. Today's October 4th. We are opening our store in Nolita this Saturday, which is crazy because it's like, how? How? It's literally tomorrow. We have a lot of other incredible things happening, a lot of incredible collabs coming out. I honestly think that by this time, we'll already have launched Barbie. Or by the time this comes out, we'll already have launched, like, our biggest collaboration to date, which 
is crazy and so exciting. Like I literally have always wanted to work with Barbie and the fact that it's happening is so insane. And it's going to be a killer collab. Like how? How is it possible? How? Like the Barbie. Mm-hmm. The only you Barbie. You want to know how? Not Nicki Minaj. Because I am a Barb though. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, why does that wheeze? Why does it sound like a smoker? Yo. I was smoking some shit. Are you jeweling? <laughs> like the rest of this office who thinks I don't see? <laughs> right. Why does everybody jewel all of a sudden? Everyone's jeweling. I don't know. So weird. What is inside of a jewel? You know what? Am I crazy for that? No. What is inside of a jewel? What is a jewel? Is it nicotine? Just nicotine? Is it air? It's got to be nicotine mixed with air. Nicotine and air? Yeah. But how does it get in? How does it get in? Carcinogens. Nothing is safe. Yeah, but especially not a jewel or a happy meal. Literally. <laughs> happy meals I think are a little safe. Okay, fine. You can live there. I'll let you live there. Yeah, just for today. Only because honestly, we don't want to believe that it's not safe because there's too many people consuming it out of need and it's just it's unfortunate. But anyway, yeah. what were we talking about? Barbie. Barbie. Yup, that makes that's a perfect that made sense. That's transition. This is so stupid. This is the worst. <laughs> we fucking suck at this. But do we? Why do we have a podcast, people? Right. No, Anyone. we don't have a podcast because we have not released an episode. No, we're in a going year. to release it today. One physical year, one full year. Imagine attempt. Imagine thinking you're so cool that that you could go on a, a year long <laughs> sabbatical. Another season coming up soon. I'm gonna need you to stop that voice. Yeah, yeah. That's one that you're gonna have to stop because I don't know why you're whipping out. Well, it's my uh, that voice. Grinch. It's the uh, no. It's the green. No, no you not know the who it is. It's the grandpa from Hey Arnold. <laughs> It is. <laughs> I love him. Let me let me Google him. Please don't. Let's whip out our our questions okay. because we have a lot she of questions. Said our questions. Right. I put up two question boxes in the last week. I haven't okay. done shit. No, I meant to remind you, and that was my bad. Right, of course it was. Somehow I was trying to give myself the blame so she would kindly say it's not your fault. It is your fault. Somehow. Okay. You'll, you'll see insights here once they become available. <laughs> AKA no one responded to that question. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is what the people want to know. Oh, Adriana, first question is for I'm you. I'm literally nobody. You are somebody. Why don't this just be your episode, your podcast? Go ahead. I need a tissue so bad, and I'm going to have to make a sound that everyone's going to hate. You're disgusting. Sorry. Maybe you're the reason I'm sick. I'm healthy. Mm. I'm healthy. Baby sleep advice from Adriana, please. Aw. Who wanted that one? A girl named Stephanie. Not with ants go marching outside of our window. Okay, that is the baby sleep advice, though. Do you hear the sound of our heat, you guys? Is that <laughs> the heater? It's the heater turning on in the podcast room. This is so... It's literally pissing we, Our podcast room is a closet <laughs> at this point. What is happening? Ants go marching. Literally, there are, there's, a, there's an array of ants. It must be. Anyway, so baby sleep advice. Wow, I am not the girl for that question. I will say. Right, Stephanie, right when you wrote that, I was like. Toss all of that aside because, unfortunately, my baby still sleeps in my bed with me. He slept in my bed since he was an infant. I did undergo a C-section, so I wasn't able to, like, get up and down and go all around and. Do, I need you to not look at your phone. I know you're looking for the next question, but the thing about how this is going to work oh, is if you, you want interact me to, with yeah, me. Okay, you okay. don't get to just like look I know, at your but phone I wanted to feel prepared. I'm answering a question. You're right. Fuck. But if I'm not prepared in the next one, then we cut that dead zone. You're right. I'd rather not have that be a thing. So like, okay. Evan, cut this. Or don't. No, leave it, Evan. 
I leave it off. Fuck it. Right, this Fuck is who we are. I, <laughs> I'm very sleep deprived. She's like, yeah, I just want my baby to sleep on me, but I haven't slept in one year. <laughs> like, which I haven't slept in, in a crib. months. No, 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 no. He can't. Hold on. Maybe he could have. I do not know. What I know is that my kid is borderline impossible. He is very, very headstrong. He gets what he wants when he wants it. And he's still breastfeeding. He's aggressive mm. when it comes to getting the nipple, both in his mouth and the other one in his fingertips on the other side. He twiddles like so. If you can't see me, I'm twiddling my fingers. And he and enjoys it. And you know what? I understand why, because that thing's soft. That thing's soft. Is it? Yes. I've been actually wondering. It's long the, and soft. I've been wondering the nature of your nipples. I, I'll let you no. twiddle them. No, no twiddles because okay. I have I have twid- twiddle blisters. No, you don't. Some people have mouth blisters. I have twiddle blisters. No on way my, on my nipple. Yeah, here and there they go away, but it it kills when it happens because he Dang. pulls and stretches and plays with the nipple, and it's very hard to take him off. But right now he's going through like a little sickness. So I just can't tell him no because he also has to have plenty of fluids. So I give him the fluids through the breast milk. He also gets the antibodies. I really strongly believe in how wonderful breastfeeding is. I really do. And the fact that I can is I'm just going to keep going for as long as like it it can, is convenient to me. Right now, it's not that convenient. I'm already kind of starting to want to be off. He's 18 months. But it all comes back to the question of baby sleep advice. I never tried the cry it out method. I have tried putting him in his crib and letting him sleep. I never got more than 10 minutes of sleep out of him before he lost his shit. And the way my life has been set up is that I was working from home when I was trying that. I needed to be on calls. I needed to be able to work. I needed to, and and frankly, I got so much more done if I just let him sleep in a solly wrap on my body. He would sleep. On, I remember the, sleep so- on the, the solly. My mom still uses the solly. Now I could get him down other people can get him down without me, but he has to be like laying down next to them. So like Bill will get into our bed on Saturday or Sunday if I'm not there and he will let the babies fall. They'll, they'll put on TV or they'll read a book and then Forty will fall asleep on him and then he'll roll off and he'll be by himself and he'll sleep on the bed. But the act of like swaddling him and putting him in a crib, we never mastered. He never allowed it. And yes, I guess there's an entire school of thought around just letting them cry it out or self-soothe. I personally do not. It did not work for me, nor could I. I mean, I really, I tried, and it was really, really tough for me. And there are some people that can navigate that, and there's some people that mm-hmm. physically cannot let it happen. And it also depends on the varying degrees of which the baby, like, goes insane. And if they're going to go crazy insane, if they're throwing up out of sadness and they work themselves up so much that they're puking, I, I we've never gotten there. I could not get there, but that is, like, very normal when you're – doing the cry it out method and I I don't know I just I never mastered it we never had a we never used like the snoo although I do hear good things about it well when people ask for like baby sleeping advice Mm -hmm. is that just like a vague I I'm curious as to what she's trying and hoping for for advice for well I think that the the whole concept of baby sleep is this elusive thing that like it's one of the main questions that people ask when you just had a baby how is she or he sleeping how is the sleep and like I always respond like a baby. <laughs> they don't sleep. They literally do not sleep. He's sleeping like a baby, which 
the opposite is always the story of like, well, sleeping like a baby means you like you're getting a really good night rest or a good night's sleep. I I don't know that to be true. He still wakes up like three times a night when mm. he's sick, but he's not waking up. He's just like, eh, eh, eh. the other night, literally last night, yo, <laughs> I was cracking up and I couldn't, I didn't have a phone nearby. I like had just shut down all the lights or I just like turned myself over to go to sleep. I sleep, I go to sleep late. Bill and the baby are already asleep. The baby's like wedged inside of Bill's armpit, like his face in the armpit. It was mm. like very cute. It's very cute too. Like mm. it's very hard to walk away from like closing your eyes every night to seeing your beautiful baby asleep next to oh, you yeah. like, that you longed for. Like I, I, I'm as attached to him as he is to me, frankly, and it's probably a problem. But anyway, I digress. Um, he woke up. He like crawls. He's like, eh, eh. and he starts crawling with that energy and he's, his eyes are open. He's like pissed. And he's like, eh. Mm-hmm. he comes over to me I'm laying down I'm trying to hide mm-hmm. I'm pretending like I'm not waking up mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I feel him climbing onto my shoulders Mm-mm. climbing down onto my back he collapses falls asleep this little dude his face on my booty cheeks no asleep like a pillow my butt was a pillow I was no. dying I desperately wanted to grab my phone he laid on no. my butt as a pillow and I'm like trying to keep him comfortable so I'm like mm, okay I right. just got to go to sleep like stiff, like the butt came out. Farts on his head. No, no farts. No. But boy, was that funny. He's That's just, very cute. It's so cute. But it's also like really awful. And last night was a really hard one. And I'm very blessed and lucky that like I have such an incredible supportive husband and partner that he will wake up with him at seven. He doesn't wake up at all during the night. If the baby wakes up, I'm I'm on baby duty. He comes over to me. I get him on the boob. But when he's on the boob and he's twiddling, I am not. You're not sleeping at nice. Th- there night are some sleep. T- exactly. I'm not sleeping. And in, in, if it happens between five and seven a.m., I'm kind of just up because yeah. I don't know what to do at that point. Like I'm not going to go to sleep. No. Or, or, or like if I want to, sometimes I'm like, oh, let me answer some emails. Maybe no. Like I'm just like stay where you are. Don't do any. Like it's mm-hmm. you're up in the brain. But. Bill will take him at 7 a.m. I will literally forcefully remove the baby from me to take to go with Bill or I'll try to like get him another kind of cute funny story. I try to get him like active mm-hmm. in the brain when I'm ready for him to get the fuck off of me at mm-hmm. 7 a.m. Because I'm like, OK, it's time. It's time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm tapping out. And so I'll be like, Forty, where's daddy? Where's Dylan? Mm-hmm. And he's on the boob. He's just switched from the other one to the other side. That's the other thing. He goes back and forth mm-hmm. and he has his eyes closed and he's pointing. I go, where's daddy? He points to the bathroom with his eyes closed and his one finger. I go, where's Dilly? He points down to the bed. Where's mommy? Touches my arm. Like he will do it, but he's asleep. But he wants to demonstrate that he's still active. It's so funny and cute. But I have no advice. (laughs) I have no advice other than do what works for you. If, If it works and you can do it and it's still convenient, which right now it is for me, I don't have any desire to leave, go away for a week and go away without him. Ever not sleep next to him. That's the only time that it would be. My job doesn't require it. I can take him with me wherever I go. So the only time that it would be necessary is if I had to leave him. And I don't have to do that. So I'm just working with it as best as I can at around 18 months, which is about a month from now. We might try the floor bed concept and just getting him used to having a bed in his room. And What's floor bed? A floor bed is like this. It's honestly, it's a Montessori principle. A Montessori is just this like letting the baby explore and learn and grow on their own and at their own pace and giving them the option to like, everything is like kind of miniature. It's almost like a little like kid zone. You can like pick your own clothing and, you mm-hmm. know, pick what toys you want to play with and then put them back. And everything's within arm's reach and the bed being one of them. He can get himself in and out of his own bed. So if he wants to wake up in the middle of the night and play by himself, he can. 
Problem is, he's not going to want that. He wants to be with us. He wants to be with me. So the point of the floor bed is to just get him used to not being in our bed, but still having like the autonomy to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. The problem is, 18 months, he'll be, it'll be October. Oh, sorry. October 12th, he turns 18 months, which is like in seven days. And then November, 19 months, December 20. Those are my like Super Bowl months. Those are my biggest, craziest months of the year. Mm -hmm. Travel, the stores opening. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have two weeks straight to like train this kid how to sleep in his own bed. I don't have it. So yeah. again, if it's convenient for you, you do what works for you. If it's not convenient for you, then you don't. But the number one, I guess, piece of advice I can give about sleep is listen to no one but your heart and your gut and what makes you feel good. Because I've got everyone from strangers to my own mother telling me that I'm raising my kid like it's the 1700s and I need to figure it, figure it out for the next one and I'm going to sleep train him. I'm, gonna, I'm like, okay. Whatever you say. Whatever yeah. you say. Now, now my head and smile. I'm going to do what feels right for me. I have a question. This is like such a random question mm. about sleeping and about whatever. But have you ever researched or like Googled like who, because I really am curious, who did this that's like, that talks about that they did it. For example, like, did Beyonce, was was Beyonce raised in this method? Like, I wonder if any, like, people we know, like, famous people, did this, that oh, we yeah, could yeah, yeah. look at them and be, be like, like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, well, of course Albert Einstein did it this way. Like, I don't know, someone. Honestly, well, there's probably a lot of people from back in the day because it was yeah. a little bit more, like, the norm and it is what it is. And, like, we are, like, co-sleeping and co-bed sharing and all that shit. It gets, it's so... In, in the public sphere, it's so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's so um, taboo. Taboo, I was about to say. And like mm -hmm. weird. And like mm -hmm. I, the only thing I had, there was a movie back in the day with, um, anyway, I'm not going to get into it, but it basically presents Mary people. Poppins? No, you dummy. Oh, I love <laughs> that movie. <laughs> what? so random spider-man well, <laughs> well she uh let me not call you dumb because you just mean you're like silly and um no, no because mary dumb. poppins pulled out a lot of tricks out of her bag i feel like you kind of are like that well mary poppins also said a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down and <laughs> that is I'm definitely not something i'm i'm uh, adhering to okay though i will say i recently witnessed 40 eat chocolate in bed at midnight okay well to be fair <laughs> He's so my son. He likes a little bit of chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> Helped him go to sleep. <laughs> this is what I saw. Listen, Me and Dylan were at the bottom of the bed. also refuses like... to eat. And look, I don't know. Maybe it's nature versus nurture, and I'm fully creating my own monster. And that <laughs> might be true. But all I know is he's an Aries stellium. Mm -hmm. Aries in his top four houses. And if you ever met an Aries, me, you get what you want. You do what you want. You listen to no one. And you you go your own way. That is for And you eat chocolate in bed. And you eat chocolate in bed. And there are doo-doo chocolate stains everywhere you look. And he... That beautiful bed. The, you guys should see this bed. No, Her bed is so no, don't stunning. No, not you dare trying to make do, me look dirty. No, no. But you if you always, do roll down the blanket, no, there, there is one or two chocolate stains. There is. Right. There is one or two chocolate stains because I have to eat my chocolate in bed with a, with a pterodactyl attached to both my nipples at the same time. So you know what? Give me some slack. But and I, Bill delivers it to you. Oh, Bill be delivering. Bill knows exactly what time she needs a chocolate square delivered to her. Oh, we say, we, we do Unreal, which by the way, oh, wait a minute. Unreal reached out to me about working together and then I never heard back, but I, it was the happiest day of my life. Unreal snacks. If you've never had Unreal, this is unsponsored, obviously. <laughs> 
her acting like we're about to put a genuine sponsored thing in here. This could be a really cool time for us to sponsor. Go look up Unreal Dot Snacks. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm literally pulling up my message to see like what's the latest. Wait, Adriana. Dang, it disappeared. No, look. Just when she thought she had a brand deal. Oh, I'm so sad. I thought it was in my inbox. All right, let's get to the next question. All right, but hold on. Unreal Snacks. Bill brings up. He knows to bring up two reds and one blue, which is a coconut chocolate one, and two reds is chocolate covered. Peanut butter, um, they're just so good. You guys are at Whole Foods. They're so good. They're they're Bill's they're so better special. for you than they don't have to be. He I mean, knows. they're better for you than not, but they're still not great. And All right, my next question okay. that I got: <laughs> Any chance that you're bi? Oh wow, from a woman. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Cute. Okay, so here's the thing, you guys. I'm not bi. I'm realizing because I'm only bi up until you get into the bed. Mm. Then I get really, really scared, and I'm looking for a man. Not that I've been in that environment, but I think that that's true. And then that, that means that you're not bi. Because, but is that only because you've never experienced the bisexual interaction? Have you ever made out with a girl? No. Wow. Want to make out? Oh. No. I no. do not want to make out with you. I feel, <laughs> I feel nothing you? for you. <laughs> There's no part of me that's attracted to any part of you. You are hot. You, you guys believe this? No, you are hot, but I do not want to kiss your mouth. That's not, that mouth is a little cold. <laughs> No, I don't have any cold stores right now. I'm kidding. Okay. Here's the thing. I imagine why other people want to want to want to make out with me. Twiddle. I, if you will, I think that sexual sexuality definitely is a spectrum, and I think that there. I like girls. In fact, I like a girl right now. But I who just this WNBA player, but she's famous. Of course. So here she goes. Here she goes. She thinks she's going to trade in one sex for the other, one gender for the other, to be still, though, chasing athletes. You are an athlete chaser. You have a sickness. You have a sickness, and it is called forever alone <laughs> because of the, the games you be playing. I do like athletes, but listen, hear me out. I think that I definitely like the concept of girls that look you like, like you're att- guys. you're attracted to masculine energy, as am I. Yeah, like masculine I definitely energy. like the girl who asked me is beautiful, but I just don't. So then that means I'm not bi, is what no. I think. You don't no. think? No, I think. Well, okay, maybe. Yes, I th- but it's a spectrum. So I wouldn't. I don't. I also don't agree with titling any of it. I think it's a spectrum. People are people. You love who you love. I think that you only feel that way because you have never had an a a in the bedroom experience with a woman that yeah. I do think if you tried, you might find an answer one way or the other. And you're very used to the other side of the mm. coin and the other appendage. <laughs> <laughs> Not appendage. But on appendage, we're gonna go to our next um <laughs> crowd question. Ooh, this is this is tough. And mm. I don't actually know if we either of us have an answer. Mm. What do you do when you are the sole provider in the relationship to make it less stressful? from someone named Tori. She's the sole provider in her relationship with her significant other. Um, and to make it less stressful. That's hard. Because a lot of times, like, you don't want... Well, you have to unpack why it's stressful. Yeah. Like, is it stressful because and you don't he's like, make... stressed out? Right. Or she. I don't know what your situation is, but I would assume it's a he. Because only in heteronormative relationships are things like this a problem like god forbid right. the woman be the provider or be the more successful partner um i would just own the fact that you know you are a boss and you being someone who can provide for your 
relationship mm-hmm. or family is not a negative. It's actually incredible and it demonstrates how hard you've worked your entire life and it has not it's not a negative on him or your significant other as much as it is just a positive for you and I would just try to flip the narrative in any conversation you guys have about this that you're not trying to be you're not doing anything out of yeah like you're not doing this on purpose to him you're making money and that should be great do you think that though there are some relationships in the world that women don't exactly know how to have conversations with their partner mm-hmm. that maybe he might need to do a little bit more financially and she doesn't exactly know how to ask that of him? Well, see, that's not the question. No, I know, but I'm dig- I'm digressing off the question because I have a personal example from someone that I know that she's the provider and but he But she works. doesn't want to be the provider? Right, and and he works. But he could work a little more and she like knows it. Yeah, I mean. But that's tough. Like what do you do? How do you ask your husband to like work harder when he thinks he's like doing enough? I don't know. I think we all have to dig deep as people and as women specifically into our souls as to what it is that makes us happy. What is it that we want? What does the whole picture look like, right? Mm -hmm. Is it a happy relationship? Is it a supportive man? Is it uh, is it a, f- a supportive boss? Is it fi- being financially independent? Is it getting to not have to work and being able to, you know... Be like a stay-at-home, whatever. Stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home homemaker. Like, that's also a beautiful life. So I think once you establish what works for you and what mm-hmm. makes you happy and gets you out of bed in the morning... That's what you then search for and and you remain steadfast in that search. If you're with someone who isn't supportive of the things that you want, I believe wholeheartedly you are not with the right person. There should not be a relationship. We do not need to settle. I'm sorry. There are a million billion, I don't know how many people, but a fuckload of people in this world that if you are not with the person that that checks your boxes and as long as your boxes are reasonable, like I mean what I literally just said is that it's a person who supports you. In spirit and in heart and in soul, no, not necessarily reasonable. financially, but whatever it is that you want, they say, I want that for you. And I'm going to yeah. work yeah. every day to make sure you have what you want. And you, in exchange, are going to work every day to make sure I have what I want. And the two of you come together in this perfect zipper situation where you're meant to be. That's the kind of relationship everyone should be in and everyone should hold out for. And that's you included. A hundred percent. I am that's what wait- you do. I say this all the time. I'm waiting for my bill. The way that he treats you, the way that you treat him, it's perfect. Obviously, it's not perfect. No, but. But it's perfect for you guys, like yeah. for you both. Like it's, just, it's perfect. We've been through the ringer as a couple and, you know, he has definitely, I think, taken a little bit of a backseat maybe to what his, when he was younger, I don't know that he ever thought he'd be working at his wife's company as the yeah. COO or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But. I don't think that that's something that affects him. And that's because he's a really good man and he really yeah. cares about me and my happiness. And it no, makes Bill him puts happy. you first and but your then, family first. But in the opposite is also true. Like, I really, I'm definitely more self, I am the more selfish person in the relationship. And we know this without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I, my, my love language is acts of service. His is, uh, his is a positive affirmation. So mm-hmm. he likes being told how much I'm mm-hmm. grateful for him and what he does for me, and I like him doing stuff for me. So I know that that's, but that works for us. That said, he 
is very much so important to me and his happiness matters to me above all else. Mm -hmm. And when he demonstrates like a crack in the foundation a little bit or Mm -hmm. he's not happy or he, you know, and he struggles with his own mental health and all that, Mm -hmm. like when he has those moments. You show up. I I throw it all out. I say to him, I don't care if this all disappeared tomorrow. I mean, I really, I do, but I really, not when it comes to choosing his happiness and my baby's happiness and our Mm -hmm. family's happiness, that comes first. So sometimes I just need to like, you know, hear it from him and, and maybe he has a little bit more like I can't relate to having a hard time communicating yeah but he maybe can a little bit more and so I can speak from Bill's perspective maybe mm-hmm. about what it's like to talk to me and communicate to me who's so confident and self-aware mm-hmm. sometimes he struggles but you know in that case it, it is up to me as the more communicative person in the relationship to kind of pull out what he's thinking and feeling and mm-hmm. honor it and help him feel like it's going to be okay because we're in this together. So I don't know what the question was, but no, if you're was in, good. yeah, but if you're in a relation, if you're in a relationship where you need a little bit of guidance and how to communicate, I think it's just like close the doors, buckle down, and talk, about ask it. the question. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. In fact, Bill, I think in, uh, I hope, I don't think he would mind us saying this, but in his um, recent therapy session with our, with our therapist, Heather, at Little Words Project, she told him to come up with a word that he can use whenever he really needs me to hear him and whenever he really needs to mm. communicate a need. And he chose the word pineapple. Which is why does everybody this pineapple thing keeps coming back? Well, to he me. uses pineapple for everything. I think we used it. That was like my safe word during birth too, or something. Like it's kind of. But like pineapple a funny is also joke the word. swingers' word. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Yes, but that means that he has no idea. Neither do you, no, which is hilarious. No Pineapples are swingers. Like you could be a pineapple. If Pineapples you, are also the sign of infertility. If you, the the way that swingers communicate that they're swingers, I've learned this recently from TikTok. I don't know why I ended up on TikTok for you page of swingers. I don't know because I am not one and I never, and I never will. Okay. <laughs> but somehow I learned you that. You really never would. Never. But I learned that pineapples are like a way to communicate to so others. Do, do you hold a pineapple? They, they're part of the decor. They're part, you have a tattoo maybe of a, of a pineapple. Shut up. Maybe of a pineapple shirt on. Well, then someone has to communicate that, communicate that to the infertile group. Although I wonder. If the infertiles are like, fuck it all, I'm going to be a swinger. <laughs> Pineapples for everyone. Pineapples. Potentially. That's kind of funny. I know. So like the pineapple thing is, I, I think it's also just like a silly word. So people use it for everything and it's like a safe word. I've heard the word pineapple as safe words as things. And that I don't is know. so funny. And you know what? But it's a swinger word. Yeah, it it's really is. a word. All right, well. It's a swinger like subliminal thing. messaging. Also on I TikTok it, with swingers, the the videos, a lot of times people on their actual thing will put the sticker of the pineapple and like. Yeah, it's like weird. It's like a dancing pineapple. I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yep. Now I know. Really weird. Something that I have had forever is a pineapple painting in my kitchen that I actually recently gave to my mother-in-law. So. All right. Well, She's got it. (laughs) Anyway. um, That's great. Next question. Next question. I like the question game. It's so much easier than having to think through anything. Yeah, we're we're glow through it, girls. We're going to help you glow through it. Right. We're going to help you glow through it. This is a good one. Okay. Finding the balance between happily single mm. and wanting to share adventures with a significant other. Oh, so now this is all you. From Gretchen. Um, Gretchen. 
I love the name Gretchen. I think it's so fun. No, I love the name Gretchen. I was about to say, yeah. but Gretchen, you see the thing about Mariah. The thing about me is, single. I really want to share my experiences with somebody. But? But I love being single. Now, I don't love when I'm talking to the potentially wrong person and I'm starting to get anxiety and I'm not exactly sure if we're going to end up being a thing. Mm -hmm. And I hate that moment. Right. The moment of non-clarity because I love clarity and I love being in just the no. I hate gray areas. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate them. Mm -hmm. Everywhere in my life. I hate a gray area. You're either my best friend or you're mean to me. Like, I just need you to <laughs> fully commit. commit. I hate gray. So when I'm like casually dating someone and I'm a little bit anxious about it and I don't feel like it's right, that I hate. But when I am single, single, right. and I just have a roster like right now, Adriana, I have a roster. I haven't even told you. I was going to wait for the podcast. Ooh. And I'm back on my, I'm on my shit. Okay. I'm on my shit. I have a date. It was supposed to be Thursday. We're moving into Friday mm. night. First date's moving. Like things, things are moving along. When I'm here, I love it. And I don't feel that there's a lack in my life of like, I wish I was sharing something with a significant other. Like, I'm okay. I'm good. Like, I'm sharing it with myself. And like, I'm just having a great time. You also are very independent. You're yeah. not like one of these lonely girls. Like, no, I'm no, no. I, I like having someone next to me at all times. Do you? But I also could be, I could really relish the thought of like a, a Jersey City apartment to myself that's beautiful and quaint. Like you I like wipe alone. down your countertops and like it's just like a cute like. I you, clean in my free time. Yeah. Like, like I it's love. Like a nice cozy thing. Yeah. I never had that. So like I can't relate but I can see the value in I that. love my little me time. You're I also love like being single. my favorite version of you when you're single. Yeah. I'm I'm my own favorite version of myself. Mm -hmm. I am so fun. I'm not riddled with anxiety. I'm happy. I'm free. I feel very free internally. Yeah. So I think you have to just find that version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Find the version of yourself that feels that being single is freeing. And mm -hmm. it's not, you're not shackled to singlehood. You're not like, oh, this is horrible. I feel like I'm, you know, in a jail cell right. because I'm single and I'm alone. Woe is me. I often feel the woe is me feeling when I'm talking to the wrong person and it ends. I have a little bit of a pity party normal yeah. and then I'm back like, on my bruh. shit yeah it's just like I'm just annoyed I'm like I'm 29 at my big age I'm still dealing with bullshit but then I get back on the horse I make another funny TikTok <laughs> I go on another first date you know what I mean like yeah. and you just you let get, it fuel you yeah like I just get back on my shit because I do genuinely and I always talk about my faith too and how it like is back at the forefront always but I do believe that God knows like he's just always on time he's never late with me Mm. He's always on time with me, always. And he just knows like when somebody's got to go, mm -hmm. somebody's got to be let loose. It, yep. He just knows. And and I believe that. And if, if you're not a, writing. And like if you're not a faith, faithful person, like that's fine. The universe chooses it for you, whatever it is. But for me personally, I believe that God knows. And he'll release the right person. He'll release the wrong people. He'll bring in the right people. It's just how it's going to be. So I actually feel grateful, especially in this last little situationship that ended. I was like, I, this is like kind of corny, but the whole week prior to him texting me and saying, you know, he can't make me happy, blah, 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 classic text. You were praying? I prayed, but I prayed on my knees, which is what I did during the pandemic, during quarantine. Mm. I started that ritual in my life and I did it every night for the entire, the entirety of living with my dad. I would say I prayed on my knees every night. 
when I was home. Not if I like had a sleepover at your house, but like in my own house, in no, my own I used space. To, I used to do that too. I, I really love pl- praying on my knees. I feel like it separates it from my day. It detaches it from the craziness of everything and it brings me back down. It's intentional, yeah. It's really intentional prayer and I feel that that's like where I really connect with my faith the most. And I did it for like a week leading up to it ending because I've been feeling very confused. Right. And I've been feeling like I don't exactly know where we're headed and I've been asking God for a sign. I've been asking God for a message. And again, God's just always on time with me. Like he just was like. He said, here's your message. Yeah, it didn't have to be a sign. He was just like, all right, eat. (laughs) And it took him right out of my life. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for, you know, plucking that weed. Right. And then we move on. So I think, again, going back to the question, finding a balance is hard, but accept the moment that you're in right now. Try to make the best of it too. This is still your life. Yeah. Like this is still my life. I don't, just because my life looks different than what, a lot of people's looks like on paper at 29 Mm. and what it should look like, what society thinks it should look like, just because it's so different than that, different than my close friends, whatever. It's still my life. I'm not going to pause right now till 35 when I have a kid and a husband. And it's a beautiful life. And you have to remember that you might feel like you're stuck in something that isn't what you had wanted for yourself or what you had thought your life was going to be. But other people are probably looking at you thinking, wow, like yeah. she's really got it together. She's really Think about got how it. many of our lives we look at somebody else and we look to the left and right and we're like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Like, nah, like look internally. Like look I internally want this. And look behind you. Look yeah. at where you've, how far you've come. Look ahead of you. Look at how far you're going. Right. And where you came is when the dots connected no, behind you. Oh, that wasn't what I was going to say, but that's funny. But no, just like looking at how yeah. far you've come as a person, if you're totally. in these if you're in this place of feeling like you're trying to find that balance, just look at how just practice gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Feel grateful for what you're not dealing with anymore and how okay you are with it and yep. celebrate that and just know that when the timing is right, it's going to come together for you and you're going to understand why you had to go through so many fuckboys to get to the to the right one. You're or gonna... why you were at so many jobs that you didn't like until you find the right job. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever it is. Like, all the things make sense. Yeah. So just try to, like, find those glimpses of the sense-making, mm. I guess. That's confusing, but it kind of you tried. Sense. Yeah, I tried. It right. was kind of cool in the moment. But it was really good leading up to that. I was very impressed with you. I'm very proud of you. Really? I really am. Because you are, you're saying it. You're doing it. You are yeah. giving the advice on that question. Like, what a <laughs> fucking, that's awesome. Thank you. You have come so far from the days when I first met you and we were just like allowing bullshit to happen. Like this motherfucker dropped a pin to another woman. And, and he's, he said and he it was my for his friend. Like, and we accepted that. And yeah, we were like, oh, no, it was normal. You just dropped the pin. It was for his friend. No, it was not normal. And now you yeah. wouldn't even let it get there. If this, if someone won't dignify you with a FaceTime when you're doing a long-distance relationship and he can't fucking FaceTime you not one time, it's over. Yep. He's not the one. Guess and what? We move on because we're still holding out for the fact that there is someone that is going to treat you the way you deserve to be treated and support yep. you the way you deserve to be supported mm-hmm. through and through. And it exists. It exists. And that takes us to our next question. Ooh. If a man is still lying at 33, <laughs> will he Tossing. ever change? No. Get no. out. Get, Get out. out. Now, are these small fibs because he's afraid of how you're going to react and it didn't? he didn't do anything? He's not cheating on you and he's just like a little bit of a fib. If you're lying there? still, you're not. Yeah. 
it's not ideal. I don't think you just immediately toss the whole relationship. I have to have more context. But I truly do believe that if you're a, if you're lying and there's no like context around that that like makes it a little bit understandable. Yeah, you got to get tossed because you do not need someone who lies. And if it's about another woman or another relationship or yeah. whatever the fuck, run. Absolutely not for the hills. Absolutely not. Run for the hills. I hate lying. I again, it lying goes back to Bill. It goes back to Bill and Adriana. They just don't be lying. Mm. <laughs> There's not a lie. No lies detected. Right. It's insane. When you surround yourself with healthy relationships, people, I will also say this. Find some friends that are in some healthy relationships mm -hmm. because the things that I won't allow because I'll be laying in bed at night wondering if that was sketchy and I think of would Bill ever. <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, you inflate him so much. He loves you for this. I know. But it's true. But and it's it is true. true. And I, but I also want to make clear. I also want to make clear and I think it's important to make no, this clear. We have been through the ringer. We, I know. We right. don't lie, not so much because we don't want to lie, as much as we're afraid of that feeling that we once felt when lies did did occur. Yeah, he's yeah, petrified of, of ever no, hurting me or us being in that place because we were at our lowest. So sometimes yeah. Yeah. relationships do need to experience those types of low points, and they need to come out of them if they're going to work. If they're not going to work, they'll never come out of them. Everyone dodges a bullet. We move on with our lives. But if they are going to work and the person comes out, I do believe in second chances. I believe in third. I believe that if you believe together and you decide, you make that decision together to work on it through and through, mm -hmm. there are going to be moments where, like, there will be lies of omission. There will be things that you don't mm -hmm. talk about, but not because, you know, it's all context-driven. What are you going through? What difficulty have you yeah. experienced? Mm -hmm. But you know when it's right and you know when it's wrong. And my, my, my thought is if you're asking this question, you probably know that it's wrong. And you probably know that that's not the one for you. Yeah. And I know the person that asked this question. And when I tell you, girlfriend, stop wasting your time on that man. I'm. It's going to send me. It's going to send me. Please. This man lied about his age. Girl, please. Please leave him. Please leave him. This is a quick one. Okay. Hinge, is it for everyone? Dating apps. Yeah. I don't think that dating apps are for everyone. I have friends that are not on dating apps. And I have friends that are. I like them mm. personally. I think that it's, especially with my schedule, I could go four or five weekends without going out in public in, right. to meet to people. To meet people, right. It'll, it'll be three, three, four months. And I'll be like, now, dang, I haven't gone out in hours. Having, are these dates coming up? Are they Raya? Uh, one is Raya. How'd you meet them? One is Raya. Uh, so the one from Raya is, um, he's actually a comedian. Ooh. Yeah, a stand-up comedian. And he also, That's which I love. Mm -hmm. I love funny people. Right. We love a career <laughs> that takes you on the road and has <laughs> drinks involved and the shows are at late nights at different clubs well, and women are around night, and have they you ever like heard, funny men. Have, but you're right. We love a comedian. That's a perfect have job. You ever, have you ever heard of the uh, the show Late Night with something? Seth. Yeah. Seth Myers, I think. Are you dating Seth Myers? No. <laughs> Wait, is it Michael Shea? No. Who is it? He, he's like a comedian that like opens up for him. What's his name? I'm not going to say it. Does he look like you want him to look? Yeah. Wow. I know. He's cute. Ooh. So that's one little that's one little date that I'm going to... I won't say too much though because you just never know. You know, I've been saying a lot. I've been saying a lot and then the things be ending. <laughs> so right. these listeners are going to be like, God dang. They're not right. going to take any of our advice. At all. But what I did want to say was about the... Um, dang, see, I already forget. Dating. Oh, Hinge. I think that these apps are kind of, for the, the older you get, the more, like, 
beneficial they are to your life, I think. Like, I think they're going to start working more and more the older you get. I think in the age of, like, 19 to 25, 26, it's like just, don't even waste your energy because you're it's it's a hookup app at that point. Like, people mm-hmm. are just trying to get together. Maybe they're looking for their forever person, but they know there are more doors to open. And they're like, oh, I'm okay. I still want to work on my career, especially young men. They really want to, like, work on their career and, like, establish themselves first and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Great. Young women should feel that same energy. Yeah. So I don't, I think that the, the world is shifting a little bit uh, to be a little bit older. I, I know, we know that people are getting settling down mm-hmm. way later in life mm-hmm. based on where they met the person. Like if you didn't meet them in college where you like had to go through all the ups and downs yeah. in, a, in a confined area and you mm-hmm. couldn't escape them for yeah. four years, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to end up with the person that you met immediately after. Um, I think at my big age, if I'm going to be on an app, it is pretty intentional. Like my position on the app is intentional. And I just think like we're all the Jurassic dinosaurs on Hinge and Raya. And Stop we just... with Jurassic dinosaur because you're not old and it's not Jurassic. You're so stupid. <laughs> what? Dinosaur. Okay. So we have one last, this one last question. Oh, Adriana. Really? You don't have any other questions? I do. I have more. You want one of mine? I thought that you wanted to round it out. I do. But with this last one. I also think, if, I mean, I, I'm interested in what the other questions are. Oh, okay. Like, I think we can answer them all. Okay. Um, advice. Okay. Oh. Oh, you're going to Well, it, you asked me to. Yeah. Okay, you go. Oh. Well, this is very, this is a big question. We could go on about this forever. Mm. Madison asked. Someone named Madison, not our old intern Madison. Miss you. Um, another Wait, girl. Is it another, is it another Madison? Does it start with an S? San, Sandrigan? No. Oh, I don't see. I never know how to pronounce her last name, but I love her. And if you're listening, Sandrigan. No, Madison Hawkins. Sandrigan. How to get over the judgment of others. I have two Madison questions here, too. You do? Different Madison. Aww. Not the intern Madison. Oh, my God. So many Madisons love us. Love a Madison. Okay, go on. Great name. Um, how to get over the judgment of others. That's, well, I mean, we could go on forever with that. Wow. That's a good one. And Get over it. it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of intentional work and thought and taking whatever negative they say about you, flipping it on its head, and telling yourself the exact opposite. It's celebrating yourself every single day. It's looking in the mirror. It's positive affirmations. And I know it all sounds very woo-woo, but it is the thing that will get you to be a little bit more impervious to their feelings. The more confident you are in yourself, Mm -hmm. the more energy you put forth into creating an exterior that doesn't that isn't penetrable by others judgment mm-hmm. the more you will feel invincible when it comes to that the more you will feel like it it their opinions really just don't matter and i know this from experience having gone through a lifetime of bullying and knowing mm-hmm. what it is like to feel that people don't like you or they're judging you. Every passing move, you're being judged. Down to when I launched this business, I was judged by mm. the people who just didn't want to see me succeed. Mm. Because when you succeed, you piss people off. Mm. But if you're pissing people off, you're doing something right. So mm. at the end of the day, let their judgment feel you. Who gives a shit? Their right. opinions do not matter. I also know this comes from a, I believe she's in her last year of high school, if not starting college, young woman. This is the This is when it all starts to come to fruition. It all starts to make a little bit more sense. And all I can tell you is the people who judged me in high school, they're in my DMs 
Every day. Every day. They're asking me. Can I get a discount on this bracelet? Can I bring my bracelet, your bracelets to my students? Can I? I can't wait to come see your new store. Oh, but what about when you thought that I was a loser? Mm -hmm. But you know what? I don't even feel that way. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, of course. Like, I I love it. It actually makes life make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just allowed people to shit on us and it never came full circle and they never turned around and was like, you know what? I was wrong and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Then damn, that would be a sad, lonely life. And and you know what? It happens to so many people and it Mm -hmm. sickens me how many young women, especially, but also young boys, kids who go through this type of bullying who don't see the other side because they never get to have the perspective of time and understanding that with time, people grow up, you feel better and better about yourself. The more you exercise the muscles of self-love and self care care and and just like belief Mm self-belief the the easier it is to do Mm -hmm. the more you're just blindly faithful in who you are and what you can accomplish and what other people have to say about you doesn't matter and that really does come with time it comes with experience it comes with age Mm. it comes with surrounding yourself with people that support you Mm -hmm. even if that's just your mom for now Mm-hmm. Focus on the people that'll fill up your cup. Those who plan to pour it out, they'll always be there. They will always be able to be there around every corner, but you stop caring. The bigger your cup gets, the more it's the more filled it is, the less it matters. People think I'm vain. I am. Mm-hmm. Because I fucking think I'm great and I believe in myself. And if I didn't think that and I didn't trust and believe that, then I would not be here today. Genuinely. Because yeah. I would I would be filled with nothing but the negative. But I, in filling myself with positive, I don't leave room for the negative. And that is the only way to get through dealing with the judgment of others and continuing to push on and being your best self and not letting, let their judgment fuel you. I know that's right. You know what? That was dropped. It should be dropped because that's the best shit I ever said. Let's, <laughs> let's end this episode a little gray. A little gray. A little gray girl. A little gray girly. Got a little grout fit on. Got her a little fresh Air Forces. Fresh. You taught me that. You said you got to get a new one every month. Oh, God. No, every season. Okay, every season. Sorry. Yeah. If you. This is is after two years. That first pair I got, my first pair of Air Forces came from the Nike collaboration. Oh, yeah. Not me saying collab. That time Nike reached out to us and gave us free outfits, and then we came and did a, sp- a talk at the. Well, that was like our first the, time we worked with it. Nike, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a collab. Totally, Kelsey. Yeah, hundred percent. Casey, Casey, Casey. Um, but anyway, I love that you got that a got new, new pair ones. of Air Forces. Yeah. yeah, I got the kids' version. Save thirty bucks. It's genius. Size That's five. all my sneakers are in kid sizes. You with them big toes? Them long toes. He's right here, six and a half. Don't ever play me. <laughs> I've been buying kid sneakers since eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Anyway, so that was a good one. That was um, great. I think we have to close it out there. That was incredible. How much more inspirational could we be? It's like impossible. I completely agree with you. You know what I mean? Like you try to give one more word of wisdom. Well, here's the problem. I didn't hit? ask any of my questions and my three people, my three oh, questions yeah, are one. potentially going to feel one. a little bit like sad that I don't care about them. Yeah, get to them, please. Um, but please. really what it is is that. She only asked them a mere five a minutes minute, ago. five so. minutes ago. Well, Madison San Chagrin, who I always forget her how to pronounce her name, but she had me on her podcast. She's one of these like high school students that I am just like blown away mm. by oh, their yeah, yeah, advancement and their ability. Yeah. She has a podcast called Girls Who Run the World, and she's just cool. so sweet. She's like, she's just a sweetheart. That. Anyway, she just started at University of Alabama. I'm telling you, Ooh. Story, hey, Kaylin. Um, but she's so sweet and so cute. And anyway, 
Um, she asked, what has been your favorite part as you watch Ford grow up? My answer oh. is every single part. Finding him becoming a new human being every day is so cute and so funny. And the new words and the new everything. Every day is new. Every day is fun. Every day is impossibly hard. But it's just Amazing. all worth it at the end of the night when like I close my eyes and I see my little baby like sleeping in the way he sleeps because he's a human and he has a sleep position you know it's so like cute crazy and fun and his sleep position matches mine and it's just like fucking adorable so, so that's that um how's mariah's love life was her second question and uh you, refer back to this episode because she is newly single on her on her bullshit back on her bullshit right. and back um, on the horse as they say back on the horse as they say mm-hmm. um how did your three questions oh no, you well, another one, one another one from a person named Amanda, how to get motivated and stay motivated when you feel so overwhelmed and shut down. And same. Self-motivation is really freaking hard. It's really freaking hard. And the only thing I can say is like, do what you can to make it through every day. Like whatever that is. Right. Like, you need to have a glass of wine a night, girl. Have a glass of wine a night. Okay. Right. Do what you got to do to survive. And eventually things build momentum and you Mm -hmm. can lean into that momentum and you start to feel excited again. Life is peaks and valleys. We all go through the valleys. We all go through the peaks. So Mm -hmm. just know that if you're in a valley, a peak is around the corner. You got to just keep going because if you don't keep going, you'll never make it to the valley. You'll never make it to the peak rather. Right. So every step you make that keeps you motivated, keeps you going Mm -hmm. is one step closer to the, to the peaks. Would you have anything to add to that? No, I, I agree with that completely. Sometimes with anything, it doesn't always have to be motivation at work. What, what, what? Just like when we get to the end of the episode and we just are trying to get through questions, you be quiet. Well, no, because you be inspirational and I really am only funny, if we're being honest. Like, you really inspire. Oh, that's very sweet. But you hit us with a good inspirational moment before. I was really proud of you for that. Thank you. Well, it was about being single. Yeah. I Which wish you can own I so can your dying day. I can definitely give advice on that. <laughs> so that's that. And you know, we don't talk about family trauma. Another thing I can give good advice on. Should we get into family trauma? Not today, but maybe Not we'll today, but maybe another episode. episode. Maybe we could be more specific. Like, like hey guys, po- ask us questions about I love that. family, so if childhood you trauma. Give 10% to instead of the two. podcast instead of two, I think we can get there. I think we can get there for sure. Because I think, well, I just love when you're inspirational. I learn from you each and every day. Aw, I love really you. Do. Oh, that's not what you said. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard love. I know I do love you. I love you too. But I learn from you too. I, I really learn do. from you. I learn from you in a lot of. How do you learn from me? Um, <laughs> You know, right, this is what I'm saying. Not a lot of ways, but I do learn from, you know what? I learn the importance of humor. Although I always believed in the importance of humor, so I'm not going to say I learned that from you because that's just not true. My first bracelet was the word laugh because you got to laugh through the bullshit. That's another way to get through the judgment. Like, true. who cares? You're a loser and I'm laughing. Let me not say loser, but like low-key, if you're mean, you're probably an asshole. And, and by being an, and, and, in being an yeah. asshole, you're also, you're losing at life. Yeah. Um, what do I learn from you, Mariah? I learn how to give. Oh. I learn the importance of showing up for people in a, in an, in a, in a way that they want to be showed up for. And that is something Mm. you're very good at. You're really good at giving of yourself and Mm. deprioritizing yourself. Even though I do think that you, like me, are selfish, but that's because we all have to be as women and Mm. people who are trying to get somewhere in life, you've got to be selfish. But I do think that- Well, I'm selfish for my own comfort. Yeah, I don't die to be uncomfortable. Yeah. That annoys me. Yes, you don't. Yes, you don't like to be inconvenienced or uncomfortable, but like that's okay. Mm. But when push comes to shove, like you will go the distance when when someone is needs it, and mm-hmm. I think that's something I have definitely learned from you. Thanks, Addie. You're welcome.
Okay. All right, the end. Bye. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media at Glow Through It Podcast. And while you're at it, give Little Words Project a follow too. Shop the Little Words Project brand and use the code KEEPGLOWING15 to get 15% off of your order. See you next time.